Roll it up, roll it up, let it shock. Roll it up, roll it up, let it up, roll it up, roll it up. Why talk, why talk, talk about it, be about it, take another shot. Hey, yo, what's going down? I'm OD, and this is Slump Sessions, the show that is music. This episode is brought to you by FishScale84.com. Head over, check out the site, man. Check out the clothes. Buy you something. You won't be disappointed. And Reneka at builders.com. Head over, get you an app. Get you your website. Man, step your game up. We got C A in the building. What's up, bro? What's up? What's going down, man? Chilling, bro. Living. Living life. You got the Green Bay on. Got a rep. What? <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm not even. A, I'm not even a football fan. I just. I, I bought this yesterday at a thrift shop. It was like eight bucks. So that's not bad. That's that's a good ass deal. Yeah. I try to go look for shit, and I can never find anything dope. I feel you. At fucking thrift shops. You what, been what, to Buffalo Exchange? Yeah. That's. What, I mean, I I, I spent like thirty minutes in there looking. So yeah. That might be it. Yeah. yeah. I spent I spent some time, but I mean, I'm a bigger guy. It's hard to find shit in my size. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's XL. Okay, man. I'm going to have to go check it out. Maybe after this, I'm going to go check it out. That's a bet. So, we'll start it off with who is C.A.? C.A. It's me. It's just a, uh, an artist, you know? An artist. Just a creative person. That's that's my everyday. Every, every day, I just wake up and just create, whether I'm, like, uh, writing songs or book like doing a photo shoot video doing a cover art like i just like to create shit okay so is is it it's ca or is it ca the don or is <laughs> it like, or is it chris I, uh, I, 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 it's ca you know on instagram i put ca the, like underscore the don i guess it's kind of like a ti thing you know ti yeah. is like ti or then ti the king yeah, you know? yeah okay it's kind of one of those things but i, I just go by ca you but know? you got music under each name don't you because uh like on itunes and shit it's just under like ca okay yeah on, like, okay soundcloud spotify that's just under ca okay yeah I, although on facebook is I, I should make a fan page i do just have like chris ca andrade yeah okay because i've been my same facebook since like you know before all this but but i need to make a fan page I think you I should, should yeah I should. so where are you from man houston i was born i was born in i lived at a leaf so i was like eight and then i've been in sugarland ever since okay ever since, yeah, yeah. so what is uh survive you i saw that you're the the owner you yeah, know the yeah, founder yeah. of survive <coughs> actually you got you brought me some hats i should put yeah, mine yeah. on i don't know where that went <laughs> yeah i brought them two hats um survive is just me basically it's just like me and, and 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 my crew my group of people which is just full of like creators like it's me then i got producers and videographers and and, and you know all this and what we really just do is just I, just, I gave a name to it just to affiliate myself with a name and just so I can do shit with it. Like, for example, like the hats, I sell the hats and we take that money. And uh, last week we raised money for this girl. And like, she she's a fan of mine. She messaged me talking about she's trying to raise money to fix her wheelchair. So I was like, she's trying to sell her clothes. I was like, nah, like, keep that. Like, I sold the hats, made the money in a day and fix her wheelchair. So that, like, and then, like, that's what we do. We just take on, like, different missions every week or month whenever people reach out and need help. And, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good to be able to use like your platform to help other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So how did it start up? How did you, you know, you come up with it? And uh, Like two years ago, uh, it started off, you know, like I, me and the homies were like, okay, like making music, you know, getting a little fan base. You need some type of brand to it. So um, I, ju- I just, it, it came up during, I don't know, the name Survive just kind of just, just, just clicked with everything. Just, I, just it's, it's really just what everybody's trying to do, survive. Like, yeah. You know, in life, every day, everything you do, you work to get paid to, you know, to eat, you know, and all that. So just everybody's trying to survive. And, you know, two, three years ago, me and the homies just came up with it and we stuck with it. And it just, it means a lot more every single time, you know, like, it didn't start off as a charity. It started off, like, us trying to make, like, a clothing brand and stuff. Yeah. But now, you know, tra- I, I gave us some dying transition to, like, it makes more sense, you know, survive, help people survive. You know, we give, just help people out, you know, it just clicks. I like that. So... What are your like kind of future plans for it? Do you plan on keep building it as a charity or do you like <clears throat> I definitely like as I, as I continue to grow as a brand, like that's still going to be my brand, but um I always want to have like survive will be you know part of of me, the music, have different clothing, this and that, but I'll always be doing missions with it. I'll always be like okay, like this month, that, that's my plan to do like monthly missions. Okay, this month we're raising money for such and such. Yeah. So Survive is going to collect money for that. This month is that. So I can I, I plan on, you know, keeping it up as that, you know, and more, you know, eventually go into, you know, clothing, you know, and, and making my own clothing. But really, f- the main focus is raising money, you know, to give back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where can everybody find it at? Uh, SurviveStudio.com. SurviveStudio.com. Yes. And they got a good, they got a good mission behind them. Go check it out, man. Copy I got, something. I got all my music on there too, music videos, the link to my music and all that. So it, I kind of affiliate everything with it. But uh, survive itself when we sell the clothing, goes towards that. Goes towards charity giving back. That's cool, man. I like that. So, how did or how long have you been making music for? Like four years, five years. Okay. Like, like recording wise, like putting it out. Like five years, like being on iTunes and shit, like a little over a year, like a year and a half. But I used to do the SoundCloud thing in high school, print out CDs, you know, like backpack and shit. Like, so I guess like five years. Yeah, I saw that, you know, shit, I went through your Instagram, all scrolled all the (laughs) way down. You got a lot of posts on there, man. So I scrolled all the way down. I saw that you were, you know, in high school, you were still putting out music and stuff. How was it to be that guy in school that people knew that was doing music? It was like a mixture of you always had like, like the supporters, your friends, your homies, and then you always had the people who was like, oh, another guy trying to rap. Yeah. You know? But but it was cool because like in my school, I was like the first one to put out like an actual music video, and I remember like <laughs> somebody showed the, uh, one of our teachers, and like I cussed in it. She 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 got kind of mad, but like <gasps> she didn't really care. Yeah, she sent it out to like the, the 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 like counselors and shit. And they called me in. I thought I was gonna get in trouble, but like they was like congratulating me and shit. So I remember I took that video down because I'm that was like five years ago. I didn't like it, but it got a lot of views because like I was in school and dropped yeah. it. I was the first one in school, so everyone was like, but it Everybody was still it was still a mixture of you know like people were supporting because you know it was the first person in school to do something like that. But there was still people were like, oh that shit was whack. It was weak. And I mean looking back at that song and the video, like it was weak, but it was like my first song ever. So you know. You gotta start somewhere. Like I just that 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 release gave me the confidence. Like seeing the feedback, be like, okay, he takes it serious. That that gave me the confidence to keep going with it. Yeah. So how did you start getting into music and shit in high school? Just the people, like the people I hung out with. Like 
I was I was always into sports and shit, but like <clears throat> like the whole jock friends and all that. But I always like the neighborhood friends were the people I would hang out with outside of school, and that's like they used to. <clears throat> I got my, my my homie Bobby and uh, Ken. I I would always listen to music, but with them, they listen to music differently. Like they would listen to like lyric. They were the first people to listen to music, like around me to listen to music and really like go in depth with the lyrics. Like, oh, he said this and break it down. Yeah, and, yeah. and that, that that caught my eye. Then they would start freestyling and try to do that, and I'd be like, all right, you know, I like this shit. So that's what really got me into it. So. Whenever you were in high school, what was the first single or, you know, the tape kind of? What was it? I dropped, <clears throat> there was a song called Be Alright, and I shot a music video to it. Um, but I took that down. But that was like, uh, my bad, this Jack Daniels got me. <laughs> um, I dropped the video Be Alright, and then after that, I dropped a little mixtape uh, called Suburbs. Okay. And, yeah, and I was handing that out. But, um yeah, none of that. I took I took all that offline because that was like five six years ago. I took that offline like a couple years ago. You think anybody could still find it? <sighs> Man, some people got CDs. I I printed out like eight hundred CDs. I handed that's that a, shit like that's candy. That's a lot. Of <laughs> handed that shit like candy. So, so you so weren't something. selling it at the time. You were just handing everybody. I was just handing them out, just getting, getting just to the coaches. But like, I had no shame. That's the thing. Like I had like no like I just you just wanted I, everybody to hear I just it. Did it even if you didn't like it? I was like, look, I'm making music. I don't give a fuck. Like you like it or not. Just listen to it. Yeah. At least you hear it. Yeah. So I printed out like I, I want to say like eight hundred. I remember buying eight hundred blank CDs. So I gave out. Did like you do it all like at home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was in, I was in my closet. Like it was nothing. Like it wasn't not a good setup. I had I was recording on GarageBand. Um, I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. I was mixing. I was mixing my own shit. But I mean it, that that it just that's where I guess the songwriting shit came from you know just me being stuck I would spend hours and hours I remember printing out those CDs I spent two like one and a half two days doing it like I was like six I'd sit in the computer seven hours at a time just printing out CDs writing with a sharpie and it was was crazy were you going under CA at the time yeah yeah, I've always been under CA okay But I mean, shit, that experience kind of helps you grow as like an artist, helps you grow as a person. Like yeah. you were really, you know, pushing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it just makes you appreciate. And it'll yeah. make me appreciate in the long run. Once I get exactly where I want to be, it'll make me appreciate like, damn, like I used to be at home printing out my own stuff. You were there for two days fucking. Writing on 800 CDs. <laughs> I went through like four Sharpies. It was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so you make very melodic music. Mm-hmm. How how did you find out that you could kind of you know sing and was it like whenever you were young or man yeah I mean yeah because my let's see my dad and my uncles like like doing karaoke a lot so I grew up like you know family parties everybody drunk singing karaoke yeah, yeah, yeah. so I jump on sing karaoke with them and they always be like oh Chris has such a nice voice blah 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 so <laughs> I always knew like I didn't have like a singer singer voice but I can hit notes well enough and. In time, we just practice and practice. I, I started getting a couple of runs in, and I, I I just I don't know. I just being on the when I write, I don't write like on a pen or nothing. Like I write like on the mic. Like I free like I do trial and error. Like I freestyle yeah. some few bars. Okay, I like this. I go back. So being on the microphone so much, I know how to shape my voice to like I record with all the effects I always have on. So I know how to shape my voice to it. So uh, just melodies just come easy to me doing that. Like. You know, it's funny listening to me record without hearing the effects. Like, if you're in the studio and you hear me just out loud with no auto-tune, no reverb, I sound kind of funny, but I know how it's going to come out in the final product. Okay. So, whenever you were putting out, you know, that first mixtape, high school and stuff, 
did you know that that's what you wanted to do? Is yeah. you knew that like that? I'm 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 gonna be a musician. I want to be an artist. Yep. Okay. There was I, no. No. I ever since that was I started doing that like junior year, and the senior year I really started pushing it. So when senior year came around, I was like, I knew like I went to college for a couple like a few years after high school, but. I never took it seriously. Like yeah. I skip class. I skip class to go to studio sessions. Like I, <laughs> I, I would never really. I always knew in the back of my mind. It's like I just gotta get to that point where I can do this for real, twenty four hours, seven days a week. So, so as a high school kid, whenever you're putting out music, were your parents like behind you? Like they were, they were very supportive yeah, of. They were supportive. Then they weren't at first. They weren't like okay, like. He's gonna want to make this a career, you know. Like they're they're first like, okay, like he wants to do it, like you know that's good, that's good. And it wasn't until like I want to say like I want I want to say until like I met Manny Fresh. It wasn't until they really started taking like okay, okay, he's really you know he actually has something. not like they they because of course they like my music. Like my mom likes my music, my dad they they acknowledge the talent, but they listen to it. Yeah, yeah, they listen to my music. I, okay. I play them all the time. But um, I'm in the studio like five, six days out of the week, so they they gotta wonder. Like a lot of times they ask me, "What are you really doing?" So I show them yeah. what I'm doing. Um, but I I guess yeah, it wasn't until then they're like, "Okay, he really I guess he's he really got something him. going." Because they don't, they don't understand rap, you know. I mean, it's melody, so they hear it. They're okay, it sounds nice, you know. When I do some softer shit, I guess. But when it's hip hop, they don't really understand it. But they see you know the acknowledgement from others in yeah. the industry. They're okay, you know, he really has something. Okay. That's good to be able to have like your family behind you. Bless it me. makes it yeah, it makes it a lot easier. They've helped me out with they've helped me out a lot a lot a lot. So I'm blessed with that. So how was it this past year for music because I've seen a lot of I've seen your name around a lot. Yeah, it's been good, bro. It's been it's been the past year has been 2018 was a good year. It was a good year just tiring, but it's just consistency. I think I dropped three projects i want to say four but maybe three projects i'm dropping one this month too so i think that'll be four projects i've been dropping a lot of singles uh i just been working i went i've been to la went to new orleans uh like worked with like juvenile manny it's just it's just been a crazy year but it's, it's it just excites me for 2019 like i think it's, you got big things coming next year man it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun year so you did you said you put out three projects this Let's year? Let's see. Four yeah, yeah. Because you had the doghouse. Yeah. And then you had um uh Ford and then I had the playlist. Yeah, the playlist. The play, that playlist was this year. Then No More Free Love was an E P. That was this year too. I think the doghouse was two thousand seventeen. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was two thousand seventeen. Okay, because uh, yeah. iTunes on uh, Apple Music says Oh, you know what? They, Apple Music I didn't renew it. And they took it down. Oh, okay. and then I had to re-upload it like a few months ago. That's okay. what it is. Yeah, but the Doghouse is actually my first album ever. Like that was my first. Like that was last year, 2017. I dropped it last year, and that's what got the ball rolling. Like that's what really got me. I dropped the album, and then people really start like I threw a show for the album and brought out like like I ran out of Airbnb and threw a show and only brought out like a hundred people. But that's I saw the hundred people come out and I was like, all right, let me keep going with it. So. Yeah. Okay, so I was wondering because I was, you know, I was listening to all your albums and stuff and, that are on Apple Music, and um, it said 2018. So yeah, yeah, damn, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot they they took that shit down and made me re-upload it. Yeah. <laughs> so how have you seen your music progress this past year? From like, you know, that you've put out so many projects from the yeah. first one. How? Uh, I see. I see the more. I guess more understanding in the whole production of the music. 
not just the beats, but like I started getting to more production of the beats, but not just the beats, but in the studio. Like I just go in some at first. I just go in and just lay down and engineer do what he wants to do. Which uh, luckily my engineer is one of my best friends. Okay. Mix, Sean makes real deal, so he really takes his time and gives his honest opinions and this and that. But I usually just go in there and let him do whatever. But like now, you know, I understand more of just the art of it. You know, yeah. the effects or what I want. I know what I want when I go in. And a lot of times, like it's just. It's reps, you know. I just seen. I it just. It's like working out, you know. I'm just. I'm always writing, recording every day, so it kind of just comes natural in a way. So how are you able to put out so much music? You say you're in the studio like five times a week. But yeah, yeah. I. I mean. Yeah. That, that writing process for all that. A lot yeah. of people, you know, hit writer's block and stuff. How do you get past that? I mean, I get writer's block too, but is, I. When when I get writer's block, the one thing with me is like people like when they get writer's block, I need a break, I need to get away for a weekend. Yeah. But I, I I feel like when I get writer's block, I need to go stay. I'm gonna stay in the studio and like you're gonna get, push through it. I'm gonna get out that writer's block. Yeah, and I and that I don't know the I come up with a lot of shit. I'm always in the studio. I think that's why my mood swings are pretty bad. Like I got like <laughs> and my girl thinks I'm bipolar, but it's 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 just I I guess that's what comes with it. But like I just I don't know. I just every day I at least gotta write one song you know even if i don't put it out i gotta write at least a song if it's if i scratch it i scratch it but you got i, I just feel like i ha if i don't write at least one song a day i feel like i waste my day okay so Damn. I, I always keep shit in the vault i have a lot of songs that i don't release that I probably won't release but it's i just got them there and i mean even if you don't release them you could take bits and pieces from exactly. different songs verses yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah so there's always a story behind each album this last one that you put out how did that one come about? And the the playlist? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the guy who produced it, Puga, he's this producer in L.A. And uh, my homie Cody linked us up. He reached out. He sent me a beat. Like he, the, we, he just sent me a beat. And then the next day, I sent him back the song. And he liked it. He was like, yo, like fly out. Like We got to do an album. I like, all right, bet. So I flew out to L.A. We did like half the album. I came back. And we he came he came back with me. We finished it. And then, yeah, we just finished. It was really like, he's an EDM producer. Okay, okay. And I'm hip-hop, so he was like, let me try to come into your lane. I was like, nah, let's do both. You come into my side, I'll go to your side. No, I'll do I'll do pop, you do hip-hop, so we can just cross it. So we, we didn't plan on making an album. We just made music. And after, like, the fourth or fifth song, we were like, dude, we've made so many songs and, like, different sounds. We should just put them and, together and call it a playlist the playlist of different like uh, you know, the, play, the playlist yeah just a bunch of genres just a bunch of so that's where it came from okay shout out to Puga at Puga Sounds that's the homie that's a hard working man right there that's what's up that's pretty dope that you know you're able to get a beat one day and turn around and, and send it back the next day I think day. that's what made him like hit me up and told me to fly out like the fact that I gave it to him the next day he was like what the fuck like, I didn't even text him I didn't even text him hey alright bet like I didn't even text him and tell him I got the beat. <laughs> I, the next thing I texted him was the song. He was like, what the fuck? He didn't like, even know if you had gotten it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I just texted him the song. He's like, what the fuck? It was dope. So you said you do have a new EP coming out this yes. this month? This month, yes, October. What did you... It's called Mad. Mad? Mad? It's called Mad. It's four songs. And it's all produced by uh, my homie Black, Black Shami. He does uh, my videos, my pictures. Um, and he, he also produces... And it was just, I, it was just, it's just the mood I've been in for the past month. Just, just kind of just 
mad. It, yeah, not really mad. It's just kind of just for, yeah, I guess it's kind of <laughs> frustrated. But it's just, I, it was, it's a short EP, four songs, but I think it's dope. I got something I never done. I, call, I got a song called Spanglish. And I did the hook in Spanish and the verses in English, and I think it's gonna come out pretty dope. So you are you fluent in Spanish or? Yeah, yeah. I have a little accent. When I speak, but, okay. but the auto tune makes it sound like I can roll my R's, which I can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't. But when are I, you are you a Mexican or Co- Colombian? Colombian. I'm half Colombian, half Ecuadorian. Oh wow. Yeah, my dad's okay. Ecuadorian. I'm actually going to Colombia next month, uh, on the twentieth, I think. Yeah. Okay. Probably gonna be dope. That's be pretty cool. You gonna be pushing your music out there? Mm-hmm. I have a. Uh, I, I hit somebody. I hit this dude up that I know out there. I'm gonna have some studio time. I think on like the twenty second. That's cool. So for this next one, it's, you said it's only four songs, but what is the overall kind of tone? Is it is it gonna dark. be more dark? It's gonna be more it's dark. Like the, it's mad. So I, like it's just dark. It's just kind of just getting shit off my chest. Just you know, like just I, there's there's no beef and like I, you don't beef with nobody. But there's always people that want to just bother you and just it's just it's just it's not just directly to people. It's just I guess the frustration that I have just overall just with people and with just shit myself you know and just 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 impatient like i know i know if i keep working and keep positivity like everything's gonna come but i'm impatient i'm super impatient so just getting that frustration out as opposed to my other albums where i kind of like forget about all the the frustration i have and just make you know music this time i channeled that frustration and put it laid it down on the music so that's why we called it mad and the album cover is dope. I'm gonna put the album out. I'm put the album cover out on Monday. I ain't posted it yet, but it's, it's dope. Do you have a release date for it yet? Or? Um, it's gonna be the week of Halloween. It's gonna be right before Halloween. I don't know exactly when, but the twenty something. Okay. So, yeah, the twenty something for sure. So from this one to your last one to the one before that, what is the the is the process all the same for each one? No. 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 This, I didn't. I wrote I wrote the hook for each of the songs before I went to the studio, and then the rest I like I just like once I got to the studio, like the verses just came like just you know I just kind of naturally. But as opposed to before, like like the doghouse took me like some months to write and finish and shit. But like you know I would get writer's block, I get stuck, I'd overthink. But this time I was like, for this one it was just I write the hook before going. And shit, even the first song I didn't even write the hook. I wrote the first four bars of the verse and I showed up to the studio and finished it all. So I think that was the big difference. Like it's quicker. I did all this in a week. Like I did the whole thing okay. in a week. So it's I mean it's a short EP, but that's what the I, I think the process is a little different. You know, I wrote it mostly at the studio as opposed to in my room. Yeah. Writing down and shit. For being somebody who doesn't make music, I think that's really you know interesting the way a different like different artists have different ways of writing. Some people like to go and do it all in the studio. Some people like to be real secluded. Yeah. Some people like to even whenever they're in the studio have, you know, a lot of people in there. What is your studio environment like? Like whenever you're going in there? Uh, it's usually just me, Mix Real Deal, and uh, Nine, which is one of my other camera guys and my homie. Uh, and, it's just that, and, and he's also an artist, so that's why I have him there mostly for... Uh, a yes or a no or a, oh do this do this but it's just yeah i don't like too many people because when I mean, it's too many people they kind of it's not even like anything against them they they don't really realize that 
you're they're working ex- and they're excited you know they're around the homies everyone's smoking so they're excited they want to talk snapchat exactly and that's cool but they they start talking the engineer starts getting frustrated yeah when the engineer's frustrated that's when it goes i'm in the booth so i can't hear nothing going out there but when the engineer's annoyed that's when it goes to shit because you know the, 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 i when 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 me and mix when me and dillo with my engineer when we when he's in the when he's focused and i'm focused yeah it's really just for the most part it's just me and 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 dillo i i really like it to meet dillo and jason who's the owner of the studio i really just like it, us three to be honest and nine the camera guy uh i like it secluded you know i like it quiet when i bring the homies it's really i i need to stop doing that yeah. <laughs> I, I love having the homies there's a great like environment and i wish they would come like after we finish recording so we can kind of just listen to it and vibe out but everyone everyone gets excited when you're in the studio it's great vibes and everyone starts talking and you can't blame them but yeah but the engineer gets frustrated and that shit everything goes to shit when he does you know like i he'll give he can't hear nothing and that's for, i can only imagine you know being out there everyone talking and they want to talk to him they hear the beats are freestyling you can't <laughs> you can't you can't blame people for it but i i, I like having a you know small small room just people creative people you know if you're not rolling something up then you're giving feedback and yeah and telling me what direction to go to so you've done a few uh you've done i think what three music videos these pretty recent this past month yeah last yeah. three weeks i've done three videos yeah what is the video process like um it, it depends um when i'm shooting with 9k shout out 9k uh, it's quick. We we really just he's usually at the studio session. So once the song is done, after the session, we sit down and talk about really what this kind of the idea what we want to do in the next couple of days. We'll shoot it, and he's quick. He edits overnight. Wow. Uh, we'll, we'll shoot at night. I wake up the next morning. The videos in my phone. So he's quick. When I shoot with my best friend who produced Mad, who's black, shot me. Um, he's more. He he has a different. He has his own lane. Like I like. He's really creative. He does really throwback old school looks, video game looks. Like he's just a super creative. So our videos take longer to come out. You know, yeah. that's because we pinpoint a lot of things. We want to make sure everything's right. But so it all depends who I'm doing it with. But the past three videos have been with Nine and my homie Spidey, and those have been like overnight, just quick. You know, just simple but dope, fly, quick videos. So whenever you're out shooting a video. Does it take a long time to get shots or? No. It's all one night? Yeah. yeah. At least these past three videos, we did them all in like two, three hours. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy because I know some people, you know, whenever they're doing videos and stuff, they're out for maybe a week trying to do different shots and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I I think it's the same thing with like the the making the music. I feel like the fact that like my whole life I've been such like a fanboy of like the whole industry. All I do, all I did growing up was watch music videos and listen to music so i kind of know what i want like I, I i guess that's also what got me into music listening to music i'll listen to something i like and be like damn i wish you would have done this instead of that and, and i've so done I, that you know what i'm talking about exactly. i'm not an artist but yeah it's exactly <laughs> so so you can only imagine watching a video you know oh, i wish you'd done this instead of that so i kind i guess i kind of know what i want when i go into it so maybe that speeds up the that and the fact that the directors i work with are just amazing and y'all got good uh chemistry like, yeah, yeah. we're so homies it, all, all of us are homies i work with homies that like i work people that shoot my videos people that record me people that produce they're all my homies so the chemistry is just there that that helps a lot whenever you're you know you said your engineer is your friend your director's your mm-hmm. when everybody's a friend mm-hmm. you can tell 
mm-hmm. through the music because whenever you have an engineer that's over here and an artist that's over here, then you're gonna, gonna come out with something good. But you can tell. You can tell when it's organic. When, yeah. You know, when it, 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 you, when they find the sound like if something come out good, but if it don't come out you, then you know it's it's just good. It's not great, you know. Even know. if it's some, like somebody who's not your friend, sometimes you might not want to tell them like, "Hey, this is." I don't like this sound. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. But with us, it's all honestly like my yeah. producer. Shout out to Cam Sos. He produced my first. He produced the whole doghouse. He produced the whole thing. He's been with me the whole time. He's just been producing, producing, producing. He's also an artist, and that's that's one of my best friends. So it's like that. He makes a beat. And I'm like, man, change this. I don't like this. Take this out. As opposed to other producers, you tell them that, and they get all Hollywood. Like, oh no, like you know, like this like I know what I'm beat. doing. Yeah, this is how I make the beat. This is how it's gonna sound. Like, all right. So, I gotta ask, man, how did you link up with Manny Fresh? <laughs> Manny Fresh, Manny Fresh. Um, Wow. 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 He's calling me as soon as you said that. Oh, shit. Wow. I call him back. Wow. (laughs) Wow. He literally just said, How am I going to How did I link up with Manny Fresh? And he called. Wow. That's what's up. Wow. That was dope. Um, Wow. (laughs) Uh, Dillo, my engineer, he was his engineer and he was working him for a few years. And then he, Manny was like, yeah, I need a so- I'm looking for a songwriter, like melodic, Bryson Tiller type of stuff. So he, he brought me around one day. And to be honest with you, like, when I went to, I went to Manny's house, just because Dillo, my boy, engineer, he needed a ride. He, he told me, like, look, come with me, but I can't promise you nothing. Like, yeah. Manny's busy working on his album, so he might not be able to uh, listen to your music. But he did, thankfully, and I played him a song. He liked it. Uh, and that night he gave me, like, five beats. He said, go home and write to him, come back tomorrow. And we just started working from there. We started working on his album, writing his shit. And then just he just liked it. And he he put me on he put me on his album. He was like, he liked the shit I came up with. And instead of like giving it out to some other artists, he said, just put you on the album. And then we just been rocking since. We actually he actually has a gig today at five thirty. I'm gonna go to. Uh I don't know the I forgot the name of the place. Uh fuck. I forget it's on my Instagram. But yeah, I this right here is actually his hard drive for his whole album. <laughs> this hard, this hard wow. drive has Wayne vocals, Snoop Dogg vocals on this shit, and like I went to get it yesterday from Dillo because he's going out of town, so I, I can't lose this. Yeah, <laughs> that, don't lose it. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> You're just carrying around some yeah uh, important files. Now. Yeah. I lose. A lot. I'm really clumsy, so I'm kind of scared, but I think I'll make it. It doesn't help that you drink it right now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> but that's crazy. I can't believe that he really called me when you asked me that. Did you see his name? Yeah, I when did. You, when you asked me? Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, no, that's fucking crazy. I just asked you, and you, I, whenever you pointed over there, I saw that somebody was calling you. That's crazy. To be honest, I can't see that far, really. Oh, so shit. So I thought it said mom. <laughs> I saw the M. I thought it said mom, and I was like, oh, look, his mom's calling. That's cool. <laughs> that's but, crazy. He was, <laughs> he was probably, I, I don't know what he wants, but... That's crazy. His yeah. hard drive. He wants his hard drive. Yeah, he wants his hard drive. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I met him through Dillo. Dillo introduced me. And we've been ro- he, we've been rocking ever since. He int- Manny introduced me to Stevo, uh, Stevo Valdez, which is another producer on the viewer. Stevo. He um, he he produces with Manny, so they both got the credits on Carter Five. They got two songs on there. Okay. And yeah, we've just been rocking ever since. Just working. So what can you tell us about him? Like his work ethic. Like whenever you're with him and. The first thing I say about Manny is I'm so grateful that I met him. Like the first big industry person that I met and worked with was him because I couldn't met any other. I could have met a scumbag. Could have met somebody trying to you know cheat me out of the game, take yeah. money. Of this, but Manny is. I don't just say this because I'm work with him. Like Manny is genuinely like a 
great guy. And that's why he is where he, everybody fucks with him. That's why Wayne put him on his album because he's just a good guy. Just you know, he don't fuck people over. He just he's straight up, and his work ethic is toxic. Like, like it's intoxic. Like it's addicting. Like I'll go to his place to work with him. We'll write music till four in the morning. Four in the morning comes, we go eat, and then he leaves to the airport to go to another city. Like Damn. from from eating, like four or five in the morning, he'll go to the airport and leave to go work, and then he'll be back the next couple of days, keep working. So like, and I'm like, damn, bro, I'm 24, you, I don't want to say his age, but he's a lot older, you still moving like you that. You can like, Wikipedia, <laughs> yeah, you can look <laughs> it up. So, <laughs> but and you that you that much older than me, you working like that, like it's 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 inspiring. Like I fuck with it. And for him being so long in the game, mm-hmm. he could definitely like teach you something. What's something that he's actually been able to like, like teach you some game about staying? So like, I, f- I feel like I feel like I feel like execution. We 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 really we've had a few talks, you know, about the industry and about you know how it moves. But really, when we get together, it's just really work and just vibing. Like, I dude, dude's a funny dude. Like that's what it's like. You <laughs> hang out with him and you laughing. Like he really just likes to laugh and 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 have a good time. Uh, but when we do talk, you know, it's really just about execution. And I really learned that just through action. Like I I had to learn how to cater to what he, you know, he'll tell me what direction to go to in the song, and and I'll have to write about that. And I could, it's gotta be on spot. And so he's really just taught me that just execution. He's always be on your toes, be ready. You know who's gonna walk in the studio session. Yeah. You know, like we went to New Orleans and 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 Machine Gun Kelly walked in, and then the next day Birdman and Juvie walked in. It's just, you just gotta be on your toes. Anybody comes in, you just gotta be ready to work. You know. So do you got anything in the works with those people or? I I don't not with Machine Gun Kelly or Birdman. I have something with Juvie, with Juvenile. I don't know when that. I don't know if that's gonna be on Manny's album or not. Uh, but it's a dope song. I just I jumped on like the hook. I was just on the hook. But the song I don't even know the song name. I don't even have it. I heard it once when I did it. But that was one of those parts. Like he played it. Juvie's verse was there and everything. He played it and he was like, just I want you on this part of the hook. So I jumped on. But um, yeah, I have a, I have I have a track with Manny. It's a bounce record. Okay. And uh, we put KB on there. Key, shout out to Key Black. She's from New Orleans. Um, Drake when he, Drake was like KB, do you love yeah, me? Yeah, okay. So I have a song with her. Shout out to her. She does a lot of good shit in New Orleans. Like a lot of she gives back to the community. That's what. That's why I said like I'm grateful I met Manny because he introduced me to and he does the same thing I do except on a bigger scale. Like he gives back. He's always in New Orleans yeah. giving back to New Orleans and that just inspires me to like you know that's what I do. So let me just turn up a notch, you know. So shout out to KB too. She does the same thing. Always giving back to her community. So. Yeah, but but as of right now, I mean the album, his album, Manny's album has, as far as I know, I think Snoop's on there, Rich Homie Quan, and I, 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 there's some other names, but I don't remember right now. But that should be coming out early next year. Okay. Early, early, yeah. So something I just took took away from you is you said whenever y'all are together, it's a lot of work, but he's funny and mm-hmm. and that kind of shows that even for being in the game so long. That's something that you should always be is is have fun with what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you do you like feel that every time you're you're, you're doing something, it's it's just fun. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like I, I, it's it's fun to me. Like that's my like the thing is crazy because music like it stresses me, but because like you know it, anybody that's trying to get somewhere when, when you're not there yet, you're yeah. stressed about it. You know, like you feel any job, any field, you're stressed about it, but 
the same thing that stresses me is the same thing that takes my stress away. So it's like a, a fucking roller coaster. Like I still have fun every time I do. It. I'm in the studio. I may be stressed on the way to the studio, but once I'm there and it's the kind of rolling, you know. it's gone. It's gone. I'm I'm in the studio. So it's is I always have fun with it. It's never it never feels like work. It never feels like work. So I did see that you were in the Birdman video. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, many, yeah. That was funny. How was that, you know? It, it it was cool. It was cool. We walked through. What street was that? I forgot what street. It was in Uptown, I think. And we walked through it with Manny, and it was just. I just. I got the full on New Orleans experience. The the, the dancing. The, they had everybody. The, march, the marching band. The, the 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 all the all that the whole vibe. The whole culture was there. We were. That was my first time on a big video set, like in a trailer. You know, Berman's bus was right in front of ours. Like, it was cool. There was a lot of people there, but um. I didn't, really, I didn't talk to Berman. We had a studio session. He came through after, but uh, he, he didn't say nothing to nobody but Manny. But, mm. you know, but I mean, I mean, it was cool. His homeboys were cool. I talked to his homeboys. We went up to the room. We were smoking and we was talking. But um, it, it was it was like a movie set. What's his name directed it? What's the dude that directed Belly? Um, oh, fuck. What's his name? God damn it. Uh, if you guys remember, comment. I don't remember. But he was there. Uh, he directed the video. And for some reason, I didn't remember his face. So when he came to our trailer, I asked for Manny. I was like, "Cool, who who do I tell him it is?" And he, Benny Boom, Benny Boom. Yeah. And Benny, I knew it started with the B. <laughs> yeah, the Benny Boom. And he came. I was like, "He looks familiar." But hey, Manny, uh, oh boy, wants to, to talk to you. And he came. I was like, "That's Benny." I'm like, "Cool." He comes in talking about, you know, belly and whatnot. And then he leaves. I'm like, "Wait, that was fucking Benny Boom." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck." So he directed the video. It was crazy to me. Like, and I didn't expect to be in the video, but Manny's manager, like, they were shooting it. He looks like, hey, see? I was like, for real? I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I, went, I was in the back just like. Just chilling. <laughs> just chilling. I had my ponytail back then. It was cool. <laughs> so being, you know, part of such a big production, what what has that, like, kind of showed you about where you want to take your music videos in the future? That, I like that shit. That was fun. That it felt right. Like, I, I, I love shooting. I love shooting my homies. And I hope, like, my plan is to grab my same homies I work with now and be able to get funded for a big production team like that, be able to hire, because they had people for everything. They had somebody bring the backup camera, somebody hold every single light, somebody hold this, that, somebody play the music, this, somebody say cut, stop, all that, dancers. So I, I want and I think my team deserves all that. I want my people to be able to get funded to do a whole big production like that. That'd be, That'd be dope. Do you, at this moment, would you have any songs that you would want to do a big song, like production like that? Yeah, I do. I actually have one on the Manny album that I want to do. And we were talking about it too, so hopefully we get to that. Um, I do, yeah. Big time. So with so much happening this year, where do you see yourself going next year? <laughs> a lot. A lot. Damn. I I when I think about like eight months ago where I was eight months ago into eight months now and I I, I just I, I can't even see it like I see it but I can't even explain it like I don't know like I guess doing more of this more of this more more everything that I'm doing but just times ten you know just just and I, I hopefully you know not hopefully I will be you know making rep making money off my art so I can keep doing it every day I don't have to worry about going to a job the paper studio time yeah, or that yeah. like be able to get paid for doing that and that that's really just all i want like yeah like i want everything else that comes with it but the main thing is just like i see myself just making money off it just living off it being able to do it freely 
not and only focus my mind on the art not have to stress about where the money f- to fund that art comes yeah, from yeah, you know? yeah so where can everybody find your music at uh either at survivestudio.com or my instagram and twitter is ca underscore the dawn um ca dash the dawn the dawn and i always got my links up there i always got previews and music and everything's on itunes spotify amazon all that so yeah. man i is. appreciate you coming out man so thank y'all for having me so much bro oh yeah for sure Man, look out for this new EP he's got coming out. You won't be mad. disappointed. Mad. Mad. Very mad. I'm still mad. So <laughs> October, I want to say 22nd. I don't want to lie to y'all, but October 22nd. Halloween week. Halloween week. Very spooky. Very dark. So look out for that. Shout out Black Shami on the production. And let's get it, baby. Slump Sessions. You know what the fuck it is. This is CA. CA. Man. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This episode, again, was brought to you by FishScale84.com and Reneka at Builders.com. Links are going to be in the description for both of them. Links to the IG and links to his music and his music videos and shit will all be in the description. Appreciate y'all for, for watching this video, man. Yes, sir. Stay slump.